For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. No! Taylor writes in. He says, Roddy, why do you keep that microphone in front of your face? I find it a little distracting, but enjoy the show otherwise. How about that? I moved it because my chiropractor said, Rod, your neck is getting screwed because you're leaning over this microphone all the time. Can you prop it up? My micro- my chiropractor is very happy. Oh, yeah. You guys aren't. I don't know what to do. been in radio for 30 years. I never worried about what it looked like. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. My neck's already sore, and we're just starting a new week. It's not a a good start. Uh Uh-oh. Welcome to the RP Show. Please do not adjust your sets. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm wearing a Winnipeg Blue Bomber jersey, and uh, you're going to find out why in a moment. How about that? How do you like us so far, Canada? Those guys are geeked up back there. I know. Ready for the start. Don't blow it all in the first segment. Shoot your wad in the start, guys. Uh, it's episode number 548 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. We welcome in our American friends and Canadian sports fans around the world. Uh, big show today. Looking forward to these guys coming out. Connor Bedard. We still call him the Western Hockey League's first exceptional player. I guess he will be forever. Yes. Uh, Connor Bedard will be joining us, the star of the Regina Pats and Hockey Canada. Uh, that's in hour one. Mike Richards joining us from Saga 960 Radio in Mississauga to top all things sports uh, coming up in hour two. And I feel like um, I'm ready to just jump into the quick six show topics other than to say and the reason why, because you're going to want to know why I'm wearing a bomber jersey, and it's mm. part of our week two CFL recap here. But because it is Monday, we always do our Great Western Brewing Company photo album, RP Show Summer Photo Album. So just to give you an idea of what we got up to over the weekend, do you have some in there? I do, but I know Clark asked for a little bit of time. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's all right. So we'll get to that. Well, let's hit the quick six show topics before we go any further then. <laughs> We'll get to our photo album a little later on. Uh, there are a lot of things going on right now. Not as many as I would like, but it's Canada. It's August, and a lot of people talking about the Canadian Football League. And I think that's a good place to start on this Monday and another hot summer day. 
There is actually some breaking news out of the Canadian Football League. It was you that alerted me to Farhan Lalji's tweet within, what, 30 minutes ago? It's 15. Yeah, really. Maybe, Go ahead. You know, 10 to 15 minutes ago that it looks like Bo Levi Mitchell is going to miss some time due to injury. Um, he was, in fact, playing with a leg injury in week two that was suffered in week one. So all signs are pointing towards Michael O'Connor, the former UBC Thunderbird and uh, Penn State quarterback, to uh, get the start, his first start on Friday. And I believe they have Montreal on Friday. So Michael O'Connor yeah. looks like he's getting the start. Bo Levi Mitchell out for this week's game for the Calgary Stampeders. How about that? But let's just look back for a second. Thursday night. It opened with the BC Lions beating Calgary 15-9. to We talked to that uh, ad nauseum on Friday's show. Friday night, the game of which we were at, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers beat the Toronto Argonauts 20-7. to And I'm going to spend some time on that. Wasn't the greatest game from an Argos perspective, and I had them picked to win, but it looked like they were running in quicksand, if running at all. They struggled mightily against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who are now 2-0. and It was the Argos' first loss, 1-1, one and one, and we they're now 1-1. One and one, And we haven't even talked about the fact that I really enjoy the game notes that the CFL sends out. In 130 years of Argos football, they had never been 2-0 and to start a season with road wins. Never in 130 years. Wow. And that continues after losing to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But I got to say this, and it's part of our photo album. We do have some photos from that. We went to the game, and thank you, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, for the tickets. They seated us in around the Brady Oliveira family. And can I tell you something? That's a big family. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) They did not stop cheering from the moment the Bombers took the field until the final gun. The The Oliveira family out of Winnipeg. Man, are they proud of their kid. The Canadian tailback for the Blue Bombers, who's filling in for Andrew Harris now. No reason to think that he's going to lose his spot. Oh. Why would, can you lose your job due to injury? Well, and if I'm, you're Brady Oliveira? And I must say, when we were watching, we, made sure, we were in our seats for the intros, and yeah. we made sure to get the Zach Caleros, uh, the Caleros uh, intro entrance, graphic, yeah. his entrance. But do they love Brady Oliveira? Like the place, the lid blew off the place when they announced his name. So they love him. And so uh, clearly he's caught on really, really quick. Yeah, so just to recap what went on you know that we did our live show friday from the world junior lacrosse championship but then we went to the bomber game and i mean we did lose her laps around the concourse prior to the game and ran into wade miller the president of the blue bombers i give him hey wade and what did he huge grin he's like hey guys uh, good luck tonight walk 10 feet run into jermise jones the uh, former bomber and rough riders offensive lineman he points out this guy first he's like i know this guy i know this guy so that, and then uh, you got the Jason Sudeikis reference, and some people thought you were a TSN announcer, and it was just so amazing. And that's on the heels of the Winnipeg Jets giving us a tour of their brand-new facility. Cool. And I said, i got to buy me some Jets gear. And they said, nah, and they said our store's not open yet. What did you say? It was under construction or no, something? No, it just wasn't open. I, I, I think their store was only open in season, I think. The downtown one. Downtown was closed right. in, in August. I don't think there was a lot of traffic down there. So I think... I posted, so, because I, I tried to buy some Bomber stuff from the Bomber store, but if you can believe, of all the things that I liked, they didn't have anything in my size. Well, that place was packed. And they had everything, and it was packed, and it was shoulder to shoulder. So, I moseyed on over to Moose Jaw on Sunday to Ultimate Fan Zone, and uh, I bought this, and Billy over there said, I, he goes, I got Bomber stuff coming. He goes, people are asking for it, hardcore, at Ultimate Fan Zone in Moose Jaw. But this jersey I put on, I'm like, Dang, dang, I like it. It fits great. I like the cut of it. So, yes, a lot of Ryder fans' heads popped off over this, but they sure liked it in Winnipeg. A guy posted it 
to my Instagram and Twitter. And I think for the people that are upset, this is me moving on to the next phase of my life. And that's not to say that I'm Joe Blue Bomber, but I'm the CFL guy. How many times have I said I'm not the rider guy, but I can still support every team in the league. And if they're blue, Bob's your uncle because it's my favorite color. Yeah. But I had a guy... I had a guy say, oh, are you announcing that you're the next voice of the Bombers? I'm like, dude, listen. Said I'm not looking for a job in the Canadian Football League. There's a lineup of guys. Well, first of all, the job's not open to be voice of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Bob Irving will have it forever for as long as he wants it. And two, there's a lineup of qualified guys in that town. I'm not in that lineup. I just like the jersey, and I like the way we were treated in Winnipeg. Okay? So enough about that. Blue Bombers beating the Argonauts 20-7, to then a Saturday doubleheader. I didn't see this coming. Who saw this coming? Montreal walking. You did? You picked? I called it. Not at that. Well, look at you. Not at that level. Bragger Bob. <laughs> you asked the question. Anyways, as you were. <laughs> uh, well, Montreal slapped around the Edmonton Elks 30-13. to And Trevor Harris didn't struggle as much. Saturday as he did in week one in terms of throwing all those interceptions, but they're still struggling in Edmonton with the Elks, and they're 0-2. Montreal looked mid-season form. I guess I overlooked the Montreal Alouettes. Who needs a preseason? Who needs a preseason? Apparently, not Ottawa, not Montreal. Edmonton could have used it. I saw Jamie Elizondo, their head coach, first-year head coach, say after the game that they're not playing together. They're not playing as one. And I would suggest... He's bang on. It's a new regime. Montreal's not. Calgary's not. <clears throat> but in the other game, Saskatchewan uh, knocked around Hamilton 30-8. And I'll get to this attendance thing. I, it's my sixth point. I mean, it was 27,000 and change at Mosaic Stadium. And people, you saw them tweeting saying, I can't wait to hear what Rod has to say about the fact this was the lowest attended Ryder game since the stadium opened. My take on that, I'll move point six up to point one point five. My take on that is these CFL attendances are way higher than I thought they'd be. Saskatchewan's already sold out one game. They've sold out the Labor Day Classic. They've announced it. They had two games in between. One was the Hamilton game, and then they're home again to Ottawa this weekend. Do you, do you think people are just going to shake the money tree in CFL markets and go to games? It's expensive. I have no issue whatsoever with 27000 Now, people said, eh, there might have been 20000 in the facility. I don't know about that. 27000 paid on the heels of a sellout for the home opener. I think it's a really good thing. Winnipeg had close to 30000 week one. Significant drop off Friday's game. They were loud, but it wasn't shoulder to shoulder in there. There's no doubt. But as far as the attendance goes, I can't. If you're looking for a critique, a scathing critique of CFL attendance, you're not going to get it from me. Because there's more people buying tickets this summer to CFL games than I thought there would be. Exponentially more. So I'm saving bravo to the CFL. Now, there are three teams that are 0-2, and nobody saw this coming. It's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Which 0-2 CFL team is a mirage? And if you don't know what that is, it means better than their record. And on Twitter, 56% say the Ticats, Darren. 30% say Calgary's better than 0-2. And 14% say Edmonton. By virtue of that, they're saying Edmonton is what we thought they were. But I see a different result on Facebook. Calgary 48, Ticats 40%. So more people thinking Calgary's going to turn it around. But with this news that Bo Levi Mitchell's not going to play this week against Montreal, that might change things. 
there's no concern, I don't think, with attendance in Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, Edmonton. I think there is concern over attendance in Calgary. But I think I was saying to you last week, I've become so entrenched in the last year of watching games without crowds. I'm not looking in the crowd. I haven't even noticed the attendance. Mm-hmm. I didn't had to go back. It was what? Who cares? Ah, uh, people do care. It's very important. Yeah. But I didn't really notice it. Is, is this through two weeks? Is this what we're talking about? It's not what I want to talk about. You know, Hamilton, they're they're off this week. And when I talked about Toronto looking like they were running in quicksand the other night in Winnipeg, Hamilton was the same. And I'll tell you what, I got to take my hat off to these TSN analysts like Stiegel and Dunnigan. They've pulled no punches in terms of who's playing like junk in the early going in the Canadian Football League. I don't know how much of that you've seen, but on the Ryder Ticat game, was it Dwayne? Who was doing color in that game? I think Dwayne Ford. Yeah, 40. He's like, I don't care that they're missing Devere Posey and Braylon Addison. They should be better. And they, sh- they should be better. So I would say that the Hamilton Tiger Cats, pretty much everybody's preseason pick to be the Great Cup champion at 0-2, they got to be better than this. But let's not forget, it's a 14-game season. You don't have a lot of time to figure this out. No. You do not. No, it'll move really quickly. Orlando Steinauer, though, is a guy that I have a lot of faith in and trust in, in Hamilton, that he can get that team back to where they need to be. But let's not remember, let's not forget that we missed a whole season. And you can't just draw a straight line from last year, take this year and a half off and just slide them together and think you're just going to pick up where you left off, right, 16 months ago. It's just not the case. So... We're starting to see what's happened in that time off, who's adjusted, who's dropped off, who hasn't been able to keep up. And for a guy like, you know, Jeremiah Masoli, it's been more than that because he missed most of the last season that they were on the field, too. So there's been a lot of time off. It's going to take him some time to get going again and use his feet and feel comfortable and and be able to read these defenses. And they've got film on him. So it's going to take time in Hamilton more than we thought. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E-Cold Electric, let's get to work. Because it's Monday, I don't have all my windows open yet here, Moose, uh, i.e. the comments. Let's get to the comments from some of our viewers here. Um, James in Manitoba, the Bombers averaged 19,000 at the old stadium, so 23,000 is not bad. No, it's not bad. Ryan Gregory on YouTube. I agree, Rod. People need to remember that we are still in a pandemic. From the Puck and Pigskin podcast in Alberta. I noticed watching the Ryder game because you don't usually see that many green seats empty. Um, For whatever reason, that's what everybody wants to talk about. I, however, do not. So that's our take coming out of week two in the CFL. Week three this week opens Thursday, Edmonton at BC. Friday, Montreal at Calgary. And now we've learned today, no Bo Levi for the Stampeders. Saturday, doubleheader, another one. Winnipeg at Toronto and Ottawa at Saskatchewan. And we can talk about which team is a mirage at 0-2. A delicious topic is who's the best unbeaten team, which maybe we'll do tomorrow. But Winnipeg's 2-0, Saskatchewan's 2-0, Ottawa's 1-0, Montreal's 1-0. But I'm going to reserve an answer on that until the back-to-back set, Labor Day and Banjo Bowl. That will be when the rubber meets the road and we find out who's the better team. Clearly... But as somebody said to me in Ultimate Fan Zone yesterday, Moose, they said, are you going to wear that jersey on Labor Day? I said, I might wear it 
up till Labor Day. Every day. That's how much I like this thing. It looks good. I love it. It looks good. I you love know, the royal blue. We're walking in that store, and I'm like, my God, do they have beautiful merchandise. I know. The color combo, how they, were, how they have the W logo as an alternate as well. Looks really hot. Um, I wish they you know, had more of the navy. I know they went more to this royal blue in the last couple of seasons. But, no, they got really good merch. But, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. And I hope you don't wear it every day. <laughs> well, I meant around here. Maybe you can't wear it on, on Labor show. Day around here. No. Um, the people are all geeked up. My, my quick six note. They're all out of order. Chicken scratches everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're excited about the CEBL news, okay? Breaking news Monday morning. The Canadian Elite Basketball League has expanded into Toronto, adding the Scarborough Shooting Stars as its eighth franchise. The Shooting Stars will tip off when the 2022 season opens next May. Commissioner Mike Morreale said in a statement, Scarborough is a basketball hotbed that has produced some of Canada's very best players. When the new team hits the court in 2022, it will bring in elevated passion and love for the game, the Scarborough community, and for the next generation of CEBL stars. Who the heck were... Oh, it was the, the lacrosse guys on the weekend we were talking about uh, in Winnipeg about expansion and will they go to Florida? Will they go to Arizona? And they're like, well, it's not a lacrosse hotbed there. Well, for basketball, Scarborough is a hotbed. Mm-hmm. This is a smart place for them to expand in the CEBL. We're running out of time here. Um, NFL preseason notes. We'll get to these later. There was only one game yesterday. Colts over the Panthers, 21-18. Chuba Hubbard looked really good in that game, despite a losing cause. Uh, Blue Jays avoid a sweep in Seattle. We got some hockey notes. How about Austin Matthews going to miss the start of the season with surgery? I'm sure you're panicking over that. A little bit. They're still talking about, still talking about Joe Thornton uh, signing in Florida, which pff, I don't get that one. And uh, before we break, the summer photo album is ready to go for a great Western Brewing. So... Let's go with it. Where the heck is? Okay, this is our photos. That is from our meet and greet. That's some of the guys that showed up at Hooters Winnipeg. And we had four. This is a special gift. We didn't tell everybody that they were going to get gifts from the RP show. Those are rock star of the day shirts and hats. Those are some of the guys that came down. And we appreciate them spending some time with us. This was, hey, did you send that one? Yeah, I sent a few. That was, we just stumbled into this and the Jets were like, get in here. We're announcing Dale Howard Chuck Way. Come inside the ropes. And my, I, that's Mark Chipman at the, uh, oh, yeah. the owner of the Jets. He's standing at the podium there. So that was cool. Yeah, that just, that just happened. Yeah. Funny how things just happen. Uh, did I take that? I don't remember standing for that photo. You, did you take that one? Yeah, of course. So that was inside. That was in the Jets office. But that's all we can show you. That's all we can show you of that. Brand new offices for the Jets. That is from the concourse at IG Field. So that was fantastic. Friday, beautiful night for football. Oh, boy, was that great. That is uh, producer Clark. Thank you, Clark. Riders coming out of the tunnel Saturday night. Yep. What a, what a divine life we lead, huh? Oh, this is Nelson Vo, right? Yep. Our he, content creator. He was at the uh, MLS game, the Montreal Impact. Mm-hmm. And, uh, was this? and that was me on the golf course. Uh, of course it was. There so you go. I had for to great get the shot in. Uh, we're seeing Sean McNall was there and everybody in Kenosi. So it was fun there. Share with us how you're enjoying the summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP show by using the hashtags RP show or GW beer summer. Tweet them at us now. An original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol taste without compromise purchase at a store near you today. 
Connor Bedard joins us next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Canada's daytime sports talk show continues. Quick wardrobe change into my Jets bunny hug now that I picked up. Still got the Winnipeg love going. Couple breaking news items today. We mentioned the CEBL is expanding into Scarborough beginning next season. The Scarborough Shooting Stars will begin play in 2022. And the Minnesota Wild this morning announced they have signed restricted free agent Kevin Fiala to a one year, $5.1 million deal avoiding arbitration. Fiala scored 20 goals, posted 40 points in 50 games with the Wild last season. Well, it's August, and we always love talking hockey in August, particularly with this guy, Connor Bedard, number 98 of the Regina Pats, joins us, I'm assuming, from the West Coast today. Hey, Connor, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. Well, I know you've been on skates a lot this summer. We were following what was going on at the uh, development camp in Calgary. With that and everything else, how's your summer been? Uh, it's been pretty good, you know, just kind of normal, normal, normal training and stuff. How's how's yours been? <laughs> well, busy. It's I've been missing hockey, my friend. We're having a lot of chats about when the Regina Pats are going to be starting up here right away. Which, by the way, what is your schedule? Like everything's still all out of order, Connor. We got the World Women's Hockey Championship about to start. It's in August. Um, normally, Hawk Pats training camp would be starting up in about 10 days or so. Uh, what are your plans and prep for that? You know the dates already? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm heading up on the 31st of August, and then we start like the 2nd or 1st or something. Right. So, well, yeah, I got a couple more weeks at home, and then I'm headed out. So has that included a lot of rollerblading? Like I've found out from my West Coast people that that's something you guys do a ton out there is rollerblading. It's a West Coast thing. How much have you been on rollerblades this summer? Yeah, I uh, get them out. My, my league just finished like Friday. So it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. And it's, yeah, it's pretty popular out here. Tell me, tell me about that league. Who plays in that league? Uh, well, <clears throat> my team had like Ken Johnson um jake christensen crookshank and then like a lot of kind of you know all those guys are in the a kent's obviously in michigan and, and just went like fifth overall so uh we had a good team and then there's a lot of just a lot of junior guys and 
and you know there's some dev guys so it's, it actually gets pretty competitive so it's a lot of fun do you find connor that it gives you an appropriate enough workout to get ready for the real season in terms of your legs and stuff because i know you can't stop believe me i played a lot of roller hockey in my day it's not the same how does it do for your conditioning yeah, I mean that's that's not all I'm doing, so I don't think it's gonna make a huge difference. But I think it's good for like your hands and stuff, creativity, and and you know it is good for conditioning. It's pretty hot in there, and you gotta you know obviously skate a lot. So there is definitely a lot of benefits towards playing. I think it's funny. Uh, Brady Leavold's watching from Muskoka, Ontario. You may know that name, uh, former Tampa Bay Lightning prospect, great WHLer. He said this kid is lights out. Uh, Got Milt is watching in Winnipeg. He says, roller hockey is awesome. Oh, it's absolutely awesome. And I know you've been doing it for a real long time. I got to ask you about that Hockey Canada camp because my brother, Connor, texted me. He was losing it. He's like, how is Connor not in the under 20 group? Why is he not there? And then we found out afterwards that you were in the under 18 group. Uh, I personally think you should have been in the under 20 group. But how did those workouts, uh, how did that camp go for you? I was good. Yeah, you know what? It's it's definitely a lot of fun getting to play and against and with kind of the the best players in the country. So uh, I think it was it was good. You know, get a get in the, in that hockey Canada system even more is is never a bad thing. So uh, obviously got to play a few games and it was definitely a lot of fun. Actually, Cole Sillinger was in here just last week, sitting in that chair, talking about what he did in his four goal performance with Team Dick in the <clears throat> uh, in the under twenty group. Did you guys? Mix and mingle quite a bit, the under-20s and the under-18s, or were you kept totally separate because of COVID stuff? I'd, I'd see, see them a bit, like, uh, kind of lunch and stuff. I talked to Cole, like, once or twice. Kind of, It was kind of our first time meeting, but I'd see a lot of the guys that I played with at, at U18s and in the lunchroom and stuff and, and kind of talk. So uh, that part was definitely good, getting to talk to those guys. Well, it's Good for you to see those guys and be around those guys as much as possible. Connor, i got to ask you, let's just go back a year. When we were doing these interviews last summer, it's been one heck of a year for you. Right? You've been to Sweden, you played in the bubble, you led the dub in scoring before you left, then you went to the World Under-18s, and you were the player of the tournament there. Um, when you look back, have you stopped and thought about what the last year has been like for you? Uh, I don't know, Like, I guess a little, but... You know, it's, it was definitely, you know, a crazy year for everyone. Uh, you know, like you said, going to Sweden, coming back and playing kind of in a, in a different different season for the dub and, and then obviously in, in another bubble in Texas. But, uh, you know, I was just so grateful to get to play, obviously. Going over to Sweden was probably the biggest, biggest difference. And then, you know, coming in, we didn't know about the dub really. And, you know, being able to get those games in was, was awesome. And then, uh, you know, I kind of, wasn't expecting the chance to go over to Texas, but uh, that was definitely, you know, really special and being able to win. When obviously a gold medal was, was definitely surreal. So it's, it was definitely a really cool year. You know, and the thing is, thank Kevin, <clears throat> thank Kevin Gallant for alerting me that you were coming on to the Hockey World's radar, specifically my favorite team, the Regina Pats. But for you, you were just Connor being Connor, right? I mean... <clears throat> Those when when the world under eighteen opened, people were writing me going, "He's he, he's not Connor McDavid." I said, "Nobody said he was. He's Connor Bedard." You actually said that from the start. You said, "You're my own. I'm my own player," 
Would you suggest that in all these showcases that you've been in, that that's kind of played out that way? You've just been you, and you've got a penchant for scoring big goals, and uh, you're very hard to hit, you're slippery, that kind of thing, but it just kind of went the way you would have wanted it to go, I would think. Yeah, uh, yeah. when I kind of started in, that, in Texas in that tournament, for the round robin, I had, you know, I think one, one goal and, and like a couple assists or something, and, you know, I didn't really think I was playing well at all and uh so you know like I said I kind of just had to play my game and you know things ended up going going my way obviously in in the playoffs but yeah I just kind of try to play my game and not really listen to anything outside but uh, I mean if people are comparing comparing me to McDavid that's that's pretty special so uh yeah I mean I try to just be myself on on and off the ice well you know I had the great pleasure of calling your games, the Pats games on television around here. And uh, a viewer said, it's Marcel Dion. And I'm like, my goodness, it is. Had you, that way, way, way before your time, your dad might have a tough time remembering Connor or uh, Marcel Dion. Have you ever heard that uh, comparison before? Cause that's, that's you in a lot of ways. I haven't found anybody better. Is, have you heard that before? Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't actually watched him play. So I just heard his name, but no, it's pretty cool. Obviously I'll have to, uh, name. I'll have to talk to Thomas about that and see if he's I, your dad's not uh, that young. He would remember <clears throat> Marcel Dion for sure. But Hey, playing in Texas, cause I got so many buddies that are scouts that were there. The, the barns were full. Hey, what was it like playing in front of huge crowds again in Texas? It, it looked like you were pretty fired up on that tourney. Yeah, uh, our round robin was was in a different rank than the playoff one, so it was like there was only so many seats and it was all scouts, so you kind of get in there and it looks like a full building because it's it's so small and it's just scouts, so that you're kind of looking up and you see all these NHL logos and and all that stuff. But and then obviously when we get to playoffs, it was <clears throat> the more more of the full crowd and, and every game it got more and more, so it was definitely. Great to have that. I mean, I haven't really had that that much, obviously, not being a junior, but uh, it was definitely pretty cool seeing, especially after we won, everyone stay and with Canada flags and everything. So it was definitely pretty awesome. It was totally awesome. Um, the Hockey Club podcast is watching from Tallahassee, Florida. He says, I can't wait to watch Connor play. He says, backhand snipe over the goalie's shoulder from 20 feet out. How? One of the best goals I've ever seen. And I remember that game. Was that not the semifinal? <laughs> you're laughing. You're smiling. Right, me, right over the goalie shot. My thing that I love watching you is there's a different tool coming out of your toolbox every shift, let alone every game. But how does a guy, how much have you worked on your backhand in your lifetime? Yeah, uh, I've worked on my backhand a lot. Honestly, I don't think I could do that shot again if I tried. <laughs> but but that was, I think that was, might have been a one-time thing, but... Yeah, I've definitely worked with my backhand a lot. You know, a lot of the adrenaline goes into it and, and, you know, all that stuff, being able to get it as hard as I did, which, you know, obviously I didn't know I could. But, uh, yeah, you know, just practice and, and kind of repetitive. So I think uh, I think that was kind of just a shot that happened. And I don't know if it'll happen again, but I hope so. Was that the game, Connor, <clears throat> where you had a breakaway and got stuffed and, like, the next shift you had a penalty shot? And, and I, I think that was the game because I remember talking with Craig Button afterwards about it. And just when you came down on that penalty shot, you were from here to here to here. And Craig's like, that is not easy to do. You make it look very natural. But how much have you worked on that lateral side-to-side stuff? 
Yeah, uh, I did the same move as, you know, like the two or three breakaway goals I got with the low glove thing. And the goalie, I didn't expect the goalie to save it because I had <clears throat> had my way with it in the dub. And But he, you know, he made a good save. Uh, but yeah, you know, I was, I was pretty upset coming back. Um, obviously, he missed a penalty shot in, in a gold medal game. Down one nothing, you know, you, you think about, oh, if we don't score again, then, you know, we lose and, and it could be put on me. But... <clears throat> Uh yeah, you know I kind of just try to wash it off and, and kind of go play it, play the rest of the game. Actually, <laughs> okay, a lot of things been going on in my cranium, so that's why I forgot. So yeah, you got stuffed on the penalty shot, and I remember when you did. I remember thinking, ah, he's human, and then you came out and scored, <laughs> scored the big time goal. I'm like, oh, maybe not. Um, so just before you said you're coming to town on the 31st. How excited are you for this upcoming season? How much have you been keeping in touch with your teammates and looking forward to, to getting to town and getting camp rolling? Yeah, I'm uh, super excited. Uh, obviously, you know, a regular year, and, and you know, I think, <clears throat> I think we got a pretty good team going into the year, so I think we can kind of give a lot of teams a tough game, and obviously being able to get the fans back is going to be, gonna be so, so cool, and obviously, you know, watching watching old games and seeing how into it they get and even uh, just the Rough Rider games. <laughs> I watched one on TV the other day and it's it's crazy how, you know, intense they are and kind of how much they just love love the city and, and love watching. So that's definitely going to be really cool and then just kind of the, the regular year, all those fun long bus trips. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely really, really looking forward to a more, more normal season. No doubt. Well, you could tell the love for the team from the fan base, but they weren't in the building, obviously, because of the bubble. I felt real fortunate because we had a captive audience, everybody tuning in to watch you play, and it was fantastic. And uh, the Pats finished middle of the pack in the standings there. I think that it'll be a really good season for the Regina Pats Hockey Club. Well, my last question for you is this. All the viewers are writing in going, please don't get drafted by Arizona or something. Some are saying, I hope you go to Calgary. And... Have you heard that from people the talking about how much they'd love to have you on their team? Because you have no clue. There's a lottery. It's two years away. You have no idea. But how much are people saying that to you? And how do you answer it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, not really directly to me, but kind of like in comments and stuff, I'll see that. But, I mean, it is two years away. You know, it's it's definitely not a sure thing that I'm even getting drafted. So kind of can't really look at that. But... You know, it's it's kind of cool just seeing seeing people you know want me already, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a while away. So try not to focus on that too oh, much. Absolutely. And now I've gotten to know you enough to know that you just concentrate on what's right in front of you, and uh, it seems to be working really well. So, uh, Connor, I appreciate the time this morning. Enjoy what's left of summer. Stay safe, of course. Can't wait to see you when you get here. And uh, all the best. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right, Connor Bedard, number ninety-eight. Joining us from Vancouver, Randolph in Ontario says, like Gretzky, he does a great interview and is polite enough to ask Rod how his summer's going. (laughs) Impressed. What a guy, Connor Bedard. All right, we'll be back at a sports update coming up. Viewer takeover, Mike Richards in hour two. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, there is breaking news on a couple of fronts on this Monday. That's why daytime sports is so great. Sports talk. It's not great for the Calgary Stampeders, however. Farhan Lalji reporting that Bo Levi Mitchell is going to miss time with a lower body injury. I've just been forwarded some info. It doesn't look good. That's all I'll say with that. Um, somebody is writing in and saying that uh, he might be out till Labor Day. Ooh. Who saw that coming? Uh, my cousin Chris, watching a Medicine Hat, she says, what makes your so so great is the fact that you are a great listener. How about that? Thank How you, Chris. That? A lot of people would disagree with you, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you for saying that. From Ray in the Six on the Prairie Mobile text line, he says, uh, good Monday to Rod and the crew. How worried are the Hamilton Tiger Cats fans both Mazzoli and Evans can't move the offense. It's a good time for a bye week. I'm going to the Argos home opener. Looking forward to it from Ray in the six. That Argos home opener is Saturday with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in town. And it's overreaction Monday. Overreaction Monday, I think. Three teams are winless in the CFL at 0-2. Edmonton, Calgary, and Hamilton. And I would have said Hamilton is the biggest mirage. Actually, I'll still say Hamilton's the biggest mirage. I enjoyed the Sports Center panel this morning. Milt, Barker, Dunnigan, and Chez. And most of them picked Calgary as the team that's in the most trouble. And I wonder if they knew something about Bo's injury because it's one thing to be 0-2. Yeah, I'm not going to say any more about the info that I was forwarded this morning about Bo other than it doesn't look good. But we watched the game the other night. Did he look like he had a lower body injury? Did that cause him to throw four interceptions? He didn't move as well as we've known him to move, but no, I don't know. Like, Davis Sanchez did say that he thought something was wrong because this isn't the bow that we're used to seeing. And he's right. It's not the bow we were used to seeing. And sure enough, they come out and he's got an injury. You know, apparently it's a leg injury. Um, but Calgary is in some trouble if they can't get going here. We do know, though, even 14 games, you still have to be patient. It's still a long game. You have to make sure you're playing well at the end. Um, but you know what? Saskatchewan looks pretty good. Winnipeg looks really good. BC looks good too, right? So if Calgary and Edmonton don't get it together here and we get five or six games into the season and they haven't figured it out, those other teams might leave them behind, right? So I think that's why Calgary and Edmonton are in a little bit of trouble right now. Every coach that I've dealt with for years when it comes to the CFL season says it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's different this year and that it's a sprint, not a marathon. You fall out of it early. It's going to be very hard to come back. Mm -hmm. Sean McCormick watching from the game plus network in Toronto. He says, I hope you guys had a great weekend in Winnipeg. I'm definitely worried as a Ticats fan, but I do think we'll bounce back. I just hope it happens soon in this shortened season. You look at those standings today. Hamilton's in the basement, and everybody else in the East has at least one win. Everybody else. That would cause you to panic. I just wonder if Orlando Steinauer is panicking. I don't think so. It's very, very early, and that's why we call it Overreaction Monday. We just jumped at so many conclusions way too early in sports, particularly football, because we got so much time to sit on it with one game a week. 
That's right. Right with hockey, you're right back at it. Baseball, you're right back at it the same day. Mike in Toronto says Caleros is the only quarterback who looks consistently comfortable. And he always does. He always has. Leonard writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line from the 536. He says, speaking of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, I wonder if Roy Shivers was the GM and they got rid of Zach just like Jeremy O'Day did. I wonder what people would be saying about Roy. And remember, Zach went to Winnipeg and won the Grey Cup. I don't think he's lost a game yet. <clears throat> that is a Texas 10-4, Leonard. He is, I believe, 6-0 as a starter for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Bigger cheers for Brady Oliveira coming out of the tunnel than Zach Caleros, however. What is it about Zach that people don't like? What does he got to do? I don't know, because he's doing everything <laughs> in Winnipeg. Yeah. He looks good. He throws the deep ball. He's got command, leadership with that group. He looks great. And speaking on quarterbacks, they look great. I know it's a little different topic. We haven't talked enough about Vernon Adams Jr. and how good he looked in that opener. He looked like magic. He did look like magic. He's got something special going. But that's what these quarterbacks take. You know, quarterbacks at any level, you've got to get into the right environment, the right fit. And then when you do, then it's about your skill and your abilities that take over. And clearly, both of those two, Caleros and Vernon Adams Jr., have a boatload of skill. Now they're in the right environment and they're in a position to succeed. It didn't, like, Anthony Calvillo didn't come into this league and light it on fire in year one, two, or three, right? Took some time, got into the right fit, you know, was behind Tracy Ham, and then got his opportunity, and away you go. From the sports opinion, Tom writes in on Twitter. He says, if I'm a betting man, I put some big money on Montreal this week. Uh... From the general in Calgary, he says, we're used to bad news here in Calgary, Rod, LOL. Oh, yeah, you're so, so aggrieved with all your Grey Cups there with the Calgary Stampeders. James in Manitoba says, Calgary is bow and two. How about I think, that? I think people have the wrong impression, by the way, because my phone was lighting up. You were with me Thursday in Winnipeg. People are like, how about Bo? Great to see him struggling. Great to see him lose. I'm like, I, I, no. You, you got the wrong guy if you think I'm relishing in any struggles of Bo Levi Mitchell. I want everybody to have success. I want everybody to do well. That's the truth. Not everybody can, however. But I don't relish. If Bo Levi Mitchell's struggling and he's injured, that, that don't make me happy. Not unless they were meeting my team in the Grey Cup. That's a different story. Glenn Erickson in Medicine Hat says, reporting attendance is part of the program. Adding that 27,050 is the lowest to attend a game may be a fact, but it's potentially misleading. Just a terrific atmosphere at Mosaic Stadium on Saturday night. Um, I know we have to break here, but... There's more talk about that being the lowest attended game at Mosaic Stadium than how great the Riders played and I don't understand that why are we talking about that I don't I don't let's never mind the fact how happy we are that the CFL is playing at all we want to talk about attendance where's our uh, Alan Iverson we'll talk about atten- attendance I'm not even looking in the damn crowd let's take a break and come back with a sports update because I never got to it but I'm really enjoying the banter with the viewers today on Viewer Takeover. It's a Monday. It's episode number 548 
of Canada's daytime sports talk show. And we'll be right back. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. As promised, a sports update. Yankees ace Garrett Cole will be activated from the COVID-19 injured list to start tonight against Shohei Otani and the visiting LA Angels. Garrett Cole tested positive for the Rona on August 3rd. Said he had mild symptoms. Fernando Tatis Jr., has returned from the injured list with a new position, but that same sweet swing. The Padres star homered twice in an 8-2 win Sunday against Arizona and hopes to stay hot at Coors Field for a series against the Rockies. The Oakland A's and Chicago White Sox open a four-game series tonight that could be an American League postseason preview. Frankie Montas will take the ball for Oakland in the opener. His 51 strikeouts over his past six starts are the most for an A's pitcher over six appearances since Todd Stottlemyre. In 1995, the sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. And for Ballers Rec Room, I ran into Kelly today at the gym from nice. Ballers. He nice. said shoulder to shoulder before and after the game at Ballers on Saturday night. I bet. So they're happy. And uh, he said it was a lot of work. I said, you had a year to get ready for it. And as you know him, smiling like a butcher's dog. The breaking news today, there are two items. Bo Levi Mitchell expected to miss multiple games with a lower body injury. That's from Farhan Lalji from TSN this morning. And the CEBL is expanding now to eight teams. The Scarborough Shooting Stars will join the Canadian Elite Basketball League beginning spring of 2022. Um... My cousin Chris hanging with us at Medicine Hat. She says, who cares how many fans were at the game? I'm sure the ones that were there had the best of times. Just a wonderful thing. The boys are back playing. That is exactly where I'm at. Maybe that's why we're related. First cousins, by the way. I just, attendance, I think talking about attendance right now is only marginally less absurd than talking about Toronto joining the XFL. Why are we talking about this now? Let's talk about the games and what is happening or what isn't happening and how big of trouble are the Calgary Stampeders in if Bo Levi Mitchell is gone for a significant time? That's the big one. Mandy in Edmonton says, has anyone heard if there are any COVID outbreaks from CFL fan attendances so far? I'm glad she said that. You saw the big news headline. Pill Country is the big fan end zone at Mosaic Stadium, the party end zone. There was a COVID outbreak there, I guess, Mm -hmm. in the week one game. Didn't really stop anybody from going in week two. Like, I feel like we're over. We're over it. If you're scared, stay home. Too soon? (laughs) No. I mean, attendance was down. I guess that's why they're talking about it, but... It's not a concern. It, it's not a concern. It's one week. It's not a concern about COVID or the low attendance? Both. Yet. It's not a concern for us to talk about. It's a, business, it's a concern for the business guys and girls to talk about. Yeah. 
Brady in Saskatoon writes in, Prairie Mobile text line, Hey, Rod, what a fantastic full 60 for the Riders. All-out domination. The Tiger Cats are better than their record shown in the first two weeks. Connor Bedard is a special player and might get 100-plus points this upcoming season. Well, how about that debate that John Paddock and I had about what uh, Bedard would have this year? And I said, point a game. He's like, I was wrong. He had two points a game at 15. Love that kid. Oh, yeah. Earl James, watching on YouTube, says, Stamps looked washed up from the start. Same with the Thai Cats. They had a tough time getting in a groove. I'll remind you, though, that it is early. Uh, we'll talk about the sports betting as it relates to the CFL coming back next hour. Mike Richards joining us, too, from Saga 960. Mississauga, you're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.